The legislative yuan has passed two non-binding resolutions concerning Taiwan's relationship with Washington. Both were submitted by the KMT caucus. One resolution states that if there comes a point uh, that Taiwan is clearly endangered by China, Taiwan should seek diplomatic, security and economic assistance from the U.S. The other resolution calls for Taiwan establishing formal diplomatic relations with the U.S. Taiwan has not had diplomatic relations with the U.S. since December of 1978, when Washington announced it would normalize its relations with Beijing. Currently, Taiwan and the U.S. have robust unofficial relations based on the Taiwan Relations Act and the Six Assurances of 1982. Premier Susan Tsang gave a warning to Taiwan universities on Tuesday, saying they should not make political concessions to recruit Chinese students. According to an education ministry probe in 2017, many Taiwan universities were agreeing to keep certain cross-strait topics out of their classrooms in exchange for access to the Chinese student market. No punitive actions were taken at the time, but the premier says that could be about to change. At a meeting of private university presidents, Shishin University President Zhou Wu spoke on the contributions and challenges of Taiwan's private colleges. Wu's school is now under fire for signing an agreement requested by Chinese schools. It stated that the Taiwan University's classes will not bring up concepts like One China, One Taiwan or Two Chinas. Wu dismissed questions about the agreement on Tuesday, saying it was a non-issue. This issue is meaningless. There are at least 70 universities that have made similar statements. They aren't pledges per se. They're simply a document. It says that with students from the mainland, we won't make a point of bringing up things like One China, One Taiwan during class time. Wu said such statements have existed since 2005. He says that two-thirds of Taiwan universities, public and private, have produced similar statements that have been reviewed by the Ministry of Education and the Mainland Affairs Council. But Premier Su said political preconditions had no place in academic exchanges. Academic exchanges should not come with political preconditions. If China is using politics to interfere with or to affect academic exchanges, we'll ask the Ministry of Education to investigate and respond accordingly. Wu is also the president of the Association of Private Universities and Colleges. He says that the real matters of urgency are the freeze on school fees and recruitment woes. If there is a freeze on tuition and miscellaneous fees, but the cost of education goes up, then of course it will become harder and harder to run the school. It is an imperative to go back and review the policy mistakes of the early period, that is, from 18 or 20 years ago. At the time, we should not have increased the supply of universities by such a large amount. Wu directed criticism at the government, saying that university autonomy and the independence of private schools no longer existed. TSMC, the world-leading semiconductor foundry, is on the prowl for top young talent. On September 28, it sent out a buzz on a one-month tour to leading Taiwanese universities. The bus will be parked on campuses and recruiters will hold interviews with students on the bus. TSMC is looking to make 8,000 hires in this year's campus recruitment drive, twice the number in previous years. TSMC created this mobile recruitment bus to hire students from across Taiwan. They hope to recruit 8,000 students this year. It's a big bus parked alongside National Taiwan University's Yeling Avenue. The front of the bus proudly displays the TSMC's logo. This is TSMC's mobile interview car on the first stop of its tour of top Taiwan schools. 
TSMC wants to fill a range of positions and is primarily seeking candidates with a graduate degree. For the majors that we are looking for would be the uh, elect electronical engineering related fields and also those uh, in uh, chemistry, chemical engineering, material science, physics or uh, the uh, computer science related and those uh, mechanical backgrounds. So the best way to prepare for the interview is to really ask yourself what, what, what you learn at school. And what does that mean to you and to this job? Inside this mobile recruitment bus, there are two interview rooms. Students will conduct a half an hour interview with company hiring managers. Students have to register online before boarding the recruitment bus. The interviews are one-on-one -on -one conversations that could lead the way to second interview at a TSMC office. Some of the questions asked are, what research I'm doing now, which departments I'd like to work in in the future. I'm at the Institute of Applied Physics, and I'm looking for a position in R&D. The process, he starts out by giving an overview of the work, the content. Then he looks at your resume and asks questions about your grades and your research. TSMC is a very advanced company in semiconductor manufacturing. Their talent are top-notch and their compensation is also better. The people you meet in there are pretty much the best in their field. Besides NTU, the TSMC recruitment bus will stop at schools including Tengong University, National Central University, Tsinghua University and Jiao Tong University. The tour will end in late October, with offers to be announced by January 2021. For most of the news, Stephanie Yang, Zhang Tingxiang in Taipei. After the ROC government and the KMT retreated to Taiwan in 1949, provincial housing for the military and their families were built all over Taiwan. These communities became known as military dependence villages. While most of them have been demolished, a handful has been preserved uh, as historic sites. To showcase this bygone era, the 2020 Taoyuan Military Village Festival kicks off on October 9th and features an array of exhibitions and talks. New documentaries have been shot and artifacts unearthed. The festival will last until October 18th. These faded photographs hint at countless stories now lost in time. The 2020 Military Village Festival, sponsored by the Taoyuan city government, attempts to bring some of those faded memories back to life. This year, a series of exhibits will explore those long-lost stories from different angles. They include the cross-strait story of my family, a touring exhibition of the journey to Taiwan, a homage to the culinary traditions of military village families, and an exhibit on the 1958 Taiwan Strait crisis. This exhibit shows us many stories of Taoyuan, the joys and sorrows, meetings and partings in Taoyuan military villages. We want to collect more historical stories and memories. Behind every historical artifact is a collection of stories of human lives. The mundane ups and downs or poignant trials and tribulations in those artifacts don't just belong to individuals, they represent the legacy of an entire era. We hope the true history of past suffering will always be remembered by future generations, making us more careful, more aware of how precious life is. This is the 20th year of the festival, which features talks from migrants who came to Taiwan from China decades ago, as well as many other events, allowing the younger generation to get in touch with their grandparents' era.
The new Taiwan dollar soared against the greenback on Tuesday, breaching the $29 NT mark to close at its highest, uh, strongest level in nine years. Amid the record rise, exporters are clamoring for the central bank to take firmer steps against appreciation. Let's hear a representative from the machine tool industry. The exchange rate is what's most painful for exporting manufacturers. We call on the central bank to move in step with our competitors, depreciate when it's time to depreciate, rise when it's time to rise. I think that Taiwanese manufacturers care most about this. Taiwan's currency has been gaining for months. A stronger Taiwan dollar can hurt local businesses by making their exports more expensive overseas. In the post-pandemic world, talent who have innovative across disciplines can play a key role in helping industries transform. The Industrial Technology Research Institute held a forum on Tuesday to explore ways to cultivate and make best use of interdisciplinary talent. E-Tree hosted a forum on interdisciplinary innovation on Tuesday. It also released the latest edition of IEK Topics, which focuses on building resilient ecosystems powered by innovation and talent. Industry leaders and other experts shared their experiences at the Taipei event, exploring ideas on a 10-year plan for Taiwan's economy. We want to connect E-Tree to the international community. We don't want to do things that others have done already. So we hope to go international by collaborating with renowned universities and research bodies overseas. For example, those in biomedicine, mechanical engineering, telecommunications, and so on. They are all vertical industries, but what we want to do at E-Tree is to promote interdisciplinary cooperation. So we will lay down a blueprint of our technology strategy for 2030. In the post-pandemic world, what Taiwanese firms need most will be what's called slashies, talents that can handle multiple jobs. These diversified workers may offer fresh insights that transform their industries. In the past, you'd understand the problem and then go solve it. Now it's more about being able to identify the problem before going to solve it. Although Taiwan has a lot of talent, our mindset needs to change. In fact, the theme of our event today is how to cultivate talent and how to make use of interdisciplinary talent, which is what Taiwan needs most. Many sectors such as biomedical materials, smart medicine or smart production only talent who are at home in multiple disciplines. Atri, whose role is to connect industry with talent and resources, supports more than 10,000 firms across sectors each year. National Kaohsiung University of Science and Technology has established a groundbreaking center to train the green engineers of tomorrow. In partnership with the Global Wind Organization, its new training center is fully equipped to foster talent that will power Taiwan's sustainable future. Donations from the Taiwan Railways Administration, among others, mean the college also offers unparalleled training opportunities for railway engineers. How to save yourself if your boat capsizes. This class is for aspiring offshore wind engineers at NKUST's Maritime College. The university is training the experts of tomorrow in partnership with WPD Taiwan, Orsted, CSBC, the Metal Industries Research and Development Center, and the Ship and Ocean Industries R&D Center. The government predicts we will reach 5.7 gigawatts output by 2025, which is equivalent to 700 offshore wind turbines. Taiwan must invest in its local workforce. 
The Railway Technical Center is another of NKUST's training hubs for Taiwan's future engineering stars. Almost all the educational resources here are retired from active service on Taiwan's railways, and the lecturers are veterans of the railway industry who can share their practical insights from decades in the field. At the side here, this is called a relay interlocking training system. It's equipment that was actually used in railway operations. This was retired after the track in Taichung was elevated. Then we redesigned it and reassembled it here in the college. The main depots for the high-speed rail network and the Kaohsiung Metro are both just down the road from NKUST's Yanchao campus in Kaohsiung, itself one of Taiwan's major port cities. The university is a merger of its predecessors, National Kaohsiung Marine University, National Kaohsiung First University of Science and Technology, with the faculty and resources of National Kaohsiung University of Applied Sciences. It's building a more systematic mode of training for engineering talent. We've received support from the Taiwan Railways Administration and the Taiwan High Speed Rail, and even the Taipei Metro and Kaohsiung Metro. I think a great deal of the facilities here were donated by them. Our most important goal is, in fact, to cultivate talent for those institutions. Professors have high hopes for the new elite training center. This is where the economic potential, transportation infrastructure, and green industries of tomorrow will be born, they say. The official Taiwan Pork logo has been chosen from more than 2,000 entries in a design competition. The logo was unveiled on Tuesday and it will help consumers tell between local pork and import from the U.S. The logo is dark green with the pig in the foreground. The pig is a shiny gold representing high-quality Taiwanese pork. In its body, there's a cutout in the shape of Taiwan proper. Starting November, Taiwan, Taiwanese businesses can apply for the right to display the logo. And businesses that display the logo without approval could be fined up to four million NT dollars. We've just enjoyed a beautiful mid-autumn festival, and many will have had a weekend of family reunions. But some of us might have gotten back together with some excess weight that we don't want to keep in our lives. And if that's you, stick around to learn the simplest, easiest, and most effective exercises that you can do at home to get trim. Mid-Autumn Festival is a time for barbecues, mooncakes, and family fun under the splendor of the full moon. But festive weight gain is a common consequence. Maybe, like me, you've put on more than a few kilograms of extra flab over the long weekend. Well, not to worry. We've got a fitness trainer here to show us all how to get active right away. After the four days of Mid-Autumn Festival, many are sporting their three kilograms of extra flesh, but looking for sporty ways to shift it. These tips from a pro are a great start. Lie down on the yoga mat, back straight and lower back firmly pressed to the floor. Slowly raise your legs in the air. This is the top trick for a muffin top. Try the movement 15 times, then rest and repeat the set twice. Three sets of 15 reps. You'll feel the burn. The second tip is the lunge. Lift up and down using your front foot and glutes. Try three or four sets of 12 reps. And finally, for bottoms that have spent too long in a chair, these squats work magic. The squat trains the front of the thigh. Try 15 reps at a time. After we've been away for a fun holiday, we all want to come back and work out. Sometimes we do aerobic exercise too. Actually, you'll slim down faster by combining the weight training with some aerobic exercise like cycling or elliptical. 
Of course, as well as burning off serious calories like this, you can also try cutting down on big dinners and increasing the distances you walk each day. New Taipei denizens have a special treat in store if they're keen on soy pudding. A retired couple has won local hearts by cooking up a menu of rainbow-colored soy specialties, all colored with natural ingredients. Their homemade soy pudding is perfect with some glutinous rice cake and other healthy traditional toppings. Let's take a look. Purple crystal soy pudding. It's colored with purple potatoes and served with glutinous rice cake. The rainbow delicacy comes with nutritious chickpeas and candied lemon instead of the usual tapioca and taro balls. First purple potato is cooked up. Soy milk is poured in from above to create an even mix. It's steamed to disinfect it, then placed in a nice water bath so the color doesn't fade. We pour it in from high up mainly so the milk and color can mix together thoroughly. We keep it cool to stop the high temperature from spoiling the hue. And purple's not the only color. How about these rice cakes with yellow made from Cape jasmine and vanilla or red dragon fruit? Or the new bestseller, butterfly soy pudding. The soy pudding is mixed together with rice cake being heated continuously so it gets more and more translucent. Finally, lemon juice is added and it switches from this beautiful cobalt blue to magenta. My daughter likes soy pudding, so I make it for her. I've been developing it two or three years. The rainbow puddings are just a retirement project for Mr. Lee, whose hard work is all worth it when his daughter can enjoy her favorite summer treat. <laughs>